Hello, 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 and welcome. Welcome, my friends, as always, to me, Mom, Dad, and Parkinson's. Welcome to episode number 11. Yes, I'm having a great time sharing these podcasts with you guys. I started out sharing these podcasts, me, Mom, Dad, and Parkinson's, to share information to those who might be facing uh, loved ones or friends with the disease Parkinson's because my dad, Harold, has Parkinson's for about four years now. So I started this podcast to share information that we have learned uh, with my dad's Parkinson's. Me, mom, dad, and Parkinson's. So my mom is Gloria, and I'm Tia Thompson for those of you who are just joining us. And on this episode, I will be sharing great recipes. Today I'll be sharing banana nut bread, cranberry sauce, and honey buttered carrots. So you have to stay tuned, my friends. Keep listening. And later on during this uh, podcast, I will share those recipes. So this morning, uh, my dad and I, it is fall at the moment, it's November, and we are nearing Thanksgiving and the holidays. My dad and I just came back from the dollar store, which he loves, and uh, praise the Lord, he was walking around like a champ today, and uh, we just got back this morning also, um, my mom, we gave her a break. My mom, Gloria, is going to get her nails done. So dad and I are hanging out together and giving her a break. It gives her a chance to do things that she loves to do as a caretaker. Gives her a break from her daily routine to do something she loves. And she loves getting her nails and her mani-pedis done. So dad and I are hanging out. This is how we keep our heads up with a positive attitude as caregivers. We are very thankful that uh, with my dad's Parkinson's, he is pretty independent and he gets along on his own most days. My mom and I are his caretakers. So my mom and I always find fun things to do for ourselves too. And uh, I'm hanging out with him. That's a fun thing for me to see him in the Dallas store pouncing around or Walmart or wherever we go. So uh, as my mom is off uh, on her own getting her nails done, my dad, again, my dad's name is Harold. Uh, he wants to go to the gym after. So I will drive him to the YMCA as he has demanded. And I will never complain about doing, doing, um, want to, I'll, I'll never complain of, of ever of, of him wanting to do what he wants to do. And he wants to go to the gym. And because remember my friends on my previous podcast, exercise, 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 exercise is what we shout from the rooftops. It is the miracle for Parkinson's patients, having a fruitful life. Um, a quick story of how important 
the exercise is for Parkinson's patients. Uh, recently, my mom and I went out, went, went, went on our weekend trip. Sometimes we will, the three of us will go to Walmart or wherever they like to go, but they love the Walmart, one of their favorite places. And we went last weekend to Walmart, and I let them out at the front door, near the front door, the two of them. And I watched and observed them as they were walking towards the door. Um, I always like to observe that my dad has strong legs, and so before I went to go find a parking space, I watched them uh, walking towards the front door of the Walmart, and I noticed my dad began to have some wobbly legs, as we call it, and they were holding on to the to the shopping cart. Apparently, my mom was was saying, hold on to the cart, and I saw his legs shaking a bit, and I saw that they were getting along okay, so I ran in ahead and found the parking sp space pretty quick. Uh, the good news is they went in, uh, they went on about their trip to, went into Walmart. My dad was fine. As I walked in the front door, they were sitting, and he was okay. But later I asked him, as we left Walmart, I later picked my dad's brain, and I asked him about what he was, what he had been doing at the gym when he works out because I haven't been able to go in and check on his activities at the Y. Um, they usually go in on their own, my mom and dad, but sometimes you got to check on my dad because he loves going to the gym, but he can go off on a tangent on different machines. And we've always, we've had a trainer with him years ago who put him on a routine and certain machines he's supposed to stay on, like riding the bike. And uh, so I asked him, you know, what have you been doing? And he um, said to me, I said, Dad, have you been uh, riding the bike at the gym? And uh, he says, no, I've been doing the treadmill. I've been just, just, just doing the treadmill and some machines. My dad is a hoot sometimes. He will sometimes, as I said, go off on his own little routine. So I said, Dad, are you still riding the bike, though? No, I'm just doing the treadmill. And I explained to him how important it is for him to get back on the routine of riding that bike. Yes, the treadmill is good, but the bike has proven to be miraculous for Parkinson's patients. And he, in, he did indeed go back to riding the bike. I made sure of it, and honestly... His legs are stronger since the last two weeks. I, I question him and my mom when they come back from the Y. <coughs> excuse me. And I say, you got you you've been riding a bike, Dad? Yes, I've been on that bike. And I also take those little rubber band things every other day where you, you use the rubber band things to exercise your legs and arms. Those exercise rubber bands, my friends. And I do that with his legs too. And honestly, I'm s I'm when I tell you the truth, his legs are stronger since he's back on that bike. 
It's amazing how you have to check. You have to check on the kids as they did with us growing up and make sure uh, he's doing the right things. You got to watch this guy. Uh, I don't know why he decided to change his routine. <laughs> uh, we are about to go into the Thanksgiving holiday and the Christmas holiday, which means a lot of family and friends are. Um, we'll be, we'll be uh, parading into our household. And these moments, my friends, with family and friends, brings my dad much, much joy. On previous episodes, I have commented on how it is so important to keep the Parkinson's patient happy. Keep the Parkinson's patients happy. Um, I've commented on how it is so important to do that. And uh, so while we will first do Thanksgiving, there will be friends coming to our home and there will be Christmas time, December, my my sister and brother and all the grandkids will ascend upon our house and we love every min minute of it. And um and it keeps my mom and I happy too as caretakers. We keep our eyes on the joy in our lives. These moments of spending time with my mom and my dad in their eighties is moments we 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 treasure is so so uh we treasure these moments together in their gold golden years and um while we are getting together for the holidays there will be a lot of cooking together and shooting the breeze together in the kitchen and all over the house and um usually on one of these ep all of these episodes I will have an interview with, excuse me, <clears throat> with a family member or a friend. Eh, but this episode I decided to share with you guys. Uh, sorry about that. Um, my dad and I, my mom, dad, and I, in the evenings, we have devotions in the evenings. On one of the previous episodes, I explained to you guys when my dad first got diagnosed, his sleeping habits were unsettled. The medications can bring on, it, he's okay now, but in the beginning he had some sleepless nights. So we started having devotions, and we continue to do it every night. And we start with singing, and then we'll have a little prayer, and then we go to bed. And so here we are singing together, one of our songs together. And so, enjoy. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the
a lot of critics in the chorus. There we are, the Thompson Trio. We started out singing Silent Night, and my mom is a pretty good singer, too, and she was happy with Silent Night, so maybe the next podcast we can bring you a Christmas song, my friends. So we switched. Silent Night wasn't all, wasn't up to her expectations. <laughs> so we switched to At the Cross. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, as I always say, uh, we cook together a lot. When family and friends come, we're cooks. My mom's a great cook. She passed it down to my brother and my sister and it brings us much joy as we work out and try to stay fit we do cook a lot and it brings us joy 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 so for the holidays i'm going to share with you guys banana nut bread i did banana nut bread last podcast i believe folks enjoyed it so it's fall season, it's Christmas season, holiday season, Thanksgiving season. I will share it again. Here are the ingredients for banana nut bread. You for two cups of flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon baking powder, one teaspoon salt, two eggs, one cup of sugar, four very ripe bananas. And I always assume everybody knows how to cook, but everybody does not. My friends have told me, so I, w I will explain these ripe bananas. If you let bananas sit, you see them get black and brown. And you, some people think, uh-uh, I'm not eating it, throwing it away. But they're the best ripe bananas for banana nut bread. They make the best banana nut bread. That's what they mean by very ripe. When they're black and brown like that, it's the sweetness and the sugars come out of the bananas. It's great if you have it, those bananas like that. So four very ripe bananas. One teaspoon of vanilla, half cup vegetable oil, one teaspoon of cinnamon. Those are the, did I say half cup of vegetable oil? Yes, I did. Here's the directions, my friend. Preheat your oven, 350 degrees. In a medium, medium mixing bowl, combine flour, baking soda, and powder, uh, baking powder, and your salt. Those are your dry ingredients. Put them all together in a bowl together. In another bowl, large bowl, cream together eggs and sugar. Stir in mashed, ban mashed bananas. You're going to mash your ripe bananas. Cream together. Uh, you cream together your eggs and sugar. Stir in your mashed potatoes. Uh, mashed potatoes. Sorry, mashed bananas. Vanilla, oil, and sugar. Stir in your flour mixture, your dry mixture bowl. Stir in slowly at a time, a little bit at a time your flour mixture, a third at a time until just combined. Divide batter into a loaf pan. Not divide batter, just pour your batter into a loaf pan. Bake for about an hour. 
banana nut bread. Since it is the holidays, we enjoy homemade cranberry sauce. It's so easy. So you buy your bag of cranberries, one bag. You take one cup of water in the saucepan, my friends, one cup. Rinse your cranberries off, at least I rinse mine off. And pour your cranberries into the one cup mixture. And just turn your oven on, your top oven on, uh, medium uh, heat, and let the cranberries and water boil up. Turn it on me turn your oven on medium heat your your top oven and you will after about 15 minutes on a medium heat you'll start to hear pop 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 that's your cranberries popping that's a good thing okay so they'll start to pop 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 and you want the pan to be a little bit on the high side because they'll pop all around your your stove. Pop, 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 pop. Take a, I use a wooden spoon, but it doesn't matter, but I think a wooden spoon is good. Start to stir up the cranberries that will be popping. You want them to, all of them to start popping. Like if you see one pop, you want to wait a second. Two pop, you'll notice all of the cranberries will start pop, 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 like popcorn. And then you'll see them crack up. Then you will pour in as they all are start to Pop the cranberries. Pour in most directions, say one cup of sugar, my friends. And now we're on a sugar, sugar thing where nobody's using sugar. Most recipes will say one cup of sugar. I'll be honest with you, my friends. All my family have been making this cranberry sauce for years. They want the cranberry sauce sweet. Most people do. Some people want it a bit on the tart side, so you could stay with the one cup of sugar. I'm going to be honest with you. I add two cups of sugar, maybe two and a half cups of sugar sometimes I do because folks like it sweet. Our cranberry sauce at during the holidays, it's always gone, so it's totally up to your taste. Whether you want it sweet. So two and a half cups of sugar, wink, wink. That's what I use. Um, some people like to add orange juice and nutmeg. And that won't hurt it at all. As you're adding the two and a half cups of sugar, you stirring with your spoon. Stir, stir as the heat is still on medium. Stirring in your sugar. It's in, in the cranberry mixture. You're stirring, stirring, stirring in that sugar for about another minute. And then you can take the cranberry mixture off the stove. The longer you stir and allow the cranberry sauce to be on the heat, the thicker it will get. But it won't get like thick, thick, thick. You will take it off. It'll still be a bit runny. But once you let it cool in the pot, take it off the off the stove, off the heat, keep stirring. Uh, once it cools down a bit, you can pour the cranberries in a bowl or whatever container you're using a jar and let it cool down a bit. Put it in, put your cranberry sauce in the refrigerator and the next day or two, you'll see it be thicker like 
cranberry sauce. It's delicious. It's nothing like homemade cranberry sauce, and it's really quite easy. And I'm sharing with you a third recipe, which is buttered, honey buttered carrots. Go buy a bag of carrots. Take your um, peeler, you know, like the potato peeler, and peel off all the skin off the carrots. Give them a quick rinse. Um, but take all that skin off the carrots. Uh, my mom, my family, they like me to slice up carrots, you know, in little rounds. So I slice carrots, slice carrots. Sometimes I'll leave them whole if I'm doing roasted chicken. You can leave them whole or you can just slice up the carrots to make little rounds. Pour in a nice little pan, little baking pan or casserole dish, um, little pie pan type of thing. And I take a butter, about a half stick of butter, slice butter on top of the carrots and grab some honey, drizzle honey. All in there, my friends. That's pretty much it. Sometimes I will sprinkle a little brown sugar, but lately I haven't done it. The honey and the butter, and I might uh, do a teaspoon of salt. Put these carrots in the oven, 350 degrees. My mom can't. I'm not a carrot, carrot person, but my family love the buttered, honey butter carrots. Love, love, love. Let them bake for about 30 minutes in the oven. You'll notice that they'll get soft butter and honey. Um, if you want to sprinkle some cinnamon on there, you can. It's good. A little bit of brown sugar. If I don't use honey, I'll use brown sugar. But these are honey butter carrots. So butter, half stick of butter, honey, drizzle, little dash of salt in the oven, delicious you got three recipes my friends three recipes because cooking together is what brings family together those of you again who are dealing with uh, have friends with Parkinson's I want to emphasize um, what we've learned recently with my dad, I think I shared on the last podcast, is I've read that protein later on in the day is best for Parkinson's patients. And I can't say enough how my mom and I have just discovered this more and more and more. Um, when we give dad the other day, uh, we gave dad some coffee because we're now not giving him any protein at breakfast, none. We're giving him fruit and a light, 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 light. Uh, he does those little fiber one bars or a English muffin. Noth no protein uh, for breakfast. And he walks like a champ all day, most days with no wobbly legs. We decided to experiment, my mom and I, the other day. And uh, he likes coffee. So we, um, I said, Mom, I'm just going to, we're going to give him, try him with some coffee. And how about we put one 
teaspoon of milk in his coffee and see. And we kept him around the house to watch him to see if the protein would interfere with his Parkinson's medication. So my mom and I were like, one teaspoon can't, can't bother him. We give him coffee. Sure enough, around 11 o'clock, he had wobbly legs. That one teaspoon of milk in his coffee interfered with the Parkinson's medication, levodopa, cordodopa levodopa. It's like our neurologist said, the protein cancels out the medication. And so I'm sharing that with you, my friends. So we don't give him any protein at breakfast. No eggs. We tried eggs. We tried eight yellow egg whites. And he does fine with fruit and a light Danish with hardly no protein in the Danish, which fiber one bars seem to be, and Thomas English muffins seem to work well. Whenever we give him anything with eggs, we gave him pound cake one time, did not work. And um, the good news is for breakfast, we're not breakfast, lunch, he can have eggs or a protein later on for lunch and dinner, and it doesn't bother him. So it's obvious, like the articles I read, breakfast, the beginning of the day, no protein. So the medication can absorb in the Parkinson's patient's body. So we've been, he loves his eggs and his, his, his sausage and coffee. So we've been having fun like last weekend for dinner. We had breakfast for dinner, eggs, pancakes, and it did not interfere with his medication at all. I'm sharing this valuable information with you, my friends. If you have loved ones, that's what works for my dad. No protein at all. Or he has wobbly legs. But without it, today, we walked all around the dollar store and had a great time. And I hope this information is great for you. Keep joy, joy, joy in your lives, friends. Enjoy each other. And keep your heads up. Whatever you're going through. We keep a positive attitude. Me, mom, and dad will always share great recipes. And um, please subscribe to the podcast. And thank you so much for listening. And have great holidays, everyone. And enjoy the music. (laughs) 